pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Lindell and my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever. Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. And now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology. And yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets, regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home, We will not comply with Fauci, we will not comply with Joe Biden, and we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is 
for a militia. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. No you, and when it's time to handle business, then we know it's a 
Fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved, better half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Boom. 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 Literal booms. Just nope. Boom. Boom. That's it. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's all we gotta say. Boom, boom, boom. Specifically. I, I was um gonna do that one. Well. But I I decided against it because that's really gay. Well, well I got to flip these around. Mm. That's what happens when you're unprepared. You know, a little Delta. Yeah. Just a little. Mm-hmm. Not a big one or anything. No. Not exactly on the date in which. No, it was a day. It was a day a off. A letter stated that. It was a day off. Just saying. The Delta was June 3rd and the boom happened on June 4th. Mm-hmm. Or did the boom happen on June 3rd? Well, the sonic boom over DC happened on June 4th, yesterday, during the show. We talked about it a little bit. And so what's the boom over DC on June 3rd? June 4th. Or June yesterday. 4th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happened June 3rd then? Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. 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 Makes you wonder. Does make you wonder. Hmm. Yes, the lovely Liana's in the in the chat. I, I noticed she played uh, Stu Peters' mm-hmm. movie again, and that's one you have to listen to twice. I've listened to it twice now. I'm going to tell you right now. I learned more listening to it the second time. Whether or not Stu Peters is a grifter or not is immaterial. Yep. Um, the information that's in good. that is so good that the three things that I picked up today 
that I didn't hear yesterday when we played it was, first of all, one of the big things that everybody said was, if you're going to get a vaccine, go get the Johnson and Johnson. Yep. Why? Well, there's no graphene oxide. No, not true. There is graphene oxide in all of them. Every single one. The Mexican scientists said that they tested three boxes from the United States, all three in every single vial of three different vaccines. All of them had graphene oxide. Mm -hmm. That, mm, that, that's, I don't care who you are. That's a problem. That's an obvious lie by the deep state, by the government, Mm -mm. literally to kill you. Hmm. literally to kill you. Oh, and then by the way, the way that actually Stu Peters actually put that together. No bullshit. Um, Very well done. Yeah. Now that I watched it for the second time or listened to it the second time, because although you don't see it when you watch it the second time, what you pick up is what he lays down in the background. And in the background, he lays down a story for you. What we were told, when we were told it, how we were told it, and what some of our responses were. So, for instance, he kind of brought up all the news broadcasts initially. If you listen to it and you watch it, I I guess I have the benefit of not being able to watch it at work because (laughs) I, I stick my earphones in and that's it. I might comment once or twice, like this morning, Leanna was trying to give a shout out to all the guys, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, you're right. I've got a small cock. And she laughed. Seriously? Yeah. Babe, you went 31 minutes. We've only been talking for five minutes and you already bring up your dick. Fuck yeah. Jesus. Because I had to this morning. Man. But we were we were laughing about you were going it. For, you were going so well there. We were laughing about it. And, but seriously though. He was like, he brought up some really, really, I'm serious. If you haven't watched it for a second time yet, or if you saw it yesterday on our show and you watch it again today on Liana's, I'm telling you right now, if you haven't done it, go do it. That's actually a really good movie. It is. I got to give Stu Peters his credit. He he did. That was fucking really good. Really good. It makes you think at every corner. That's the one thing I loved because every time he stopped, like with that little break where they would talk about some mundane shit, I was like, holy fuck. I, uh, wow. Uh, I'm just saying, go check it out. Uh, good movie. Good, good movie. Either way. Yeah. Babe, are you using aren't? Yes. That that well done. Well done, madam. Well done. Either way. Where are we starting? How was your day, babe? I picked my first two squash today. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yellow squash. Well, considering I only planted the seeds in the ground eight weeks ago, that's pretty freaking good. No, I mean, for me, because that means we're now going to start a diet of pretty much just yellow squash. We're going to figure out every different way to cook yellow squash for the next like eight months. Yeah, we're going to grill them tonight with some sirloin. Okay. Well, that's not, that's okay. That's not bad. I don't mind that. That's not bad. See? Not bad. Yep. Enjoy that. Um, 
And uh, but it was, I mean, it was good. I I scrubbed the kitchen floor, and as soon as I did, the dogs walked across it because that fucking pain in the ass. Of course they did. And then as soon as it dried, Seamus went in and ate some lunch and sprinkled food all over the floor. Kibble. And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" Kibble. So uh, yeah, you know, that's this is my life. I I chase after things cleaning up until I get to the point where I just say fuck it and I let it get really dirty until the point where I just can't handle it anymore and then I go on a deep deep cleaning binge and it the cycle starts over again so yeah so you're gonna be like getting your period like in the next no. week or so no or no, two no. weeks no I mean no, no. I, I just I can't I just, it's just I can't handle it right now it's gross. So. I'm waiting for bitchy v lens no 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 nope anyway just a cycle I know that's why I'm waiting. Not that it. kind of cycle. Just the cycle of the cleanliness of the house because you, you don't know, have to go show me your side. I don't need two to see dogs that. and two kids and me. You. Yeah. And it's a, uh, yeah, it's a rough one. It, it's really sad so, when I'm the cleanest one in the house. Kind of is. Not always though. Cause I, I do find beer cans and all over the place. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yep. But that's like my, one of my only flaws. When it comes to cleanliness. Mm. Okay. Sure. Same. Anyhow. So, uh, yeah. But that's about it. All right. Well, now that we're done degrading ourselves. Mm -hmm. <laughs> fuck around and find out tonight? Or no? Something in there? I'm just wondering. Yeah. Okay. I'm just asking questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now we do have fuck around and find out. What we're starting out in tonight? Let's see. What do we have? Uh, right off the bat. So Elon Musk did an interview. And. Um, With. Oh, fuck. If I know. I don't even care. It's some. And I only pulled one clip lame. from the interview. Gotcha. What I thought that was the most pertinent one. Okay. You know. Didn't you just pull that one? I, I did. Good what, job. Can, are you done? Yep. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh yeah. So those days. It's one of those you days. Know. I know. I'm getting Hell my haircut is. tomorrow though. Finally. Are you are you rem the third time? Third you, time's the charm. Are you reminding me of this for a reason? Yes. Okay. Just, yes. Why do I need to know? Austin is gonna do his show on Twitter, right? And that wasn't like a deal you worked out. You said it wasn't. There's no deal at all. Um and I, I, you recommended it to Don Lemon too. Did he respond? Did he say he's going to do it? I don't know. Actually, I haven't looked it up. But I, in, in general, I think it would be cool. Yeah. So, um, um, I mean, he, 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 you know, we did talk, and he just asked me like, if he does something on Twitter, will we censor it? And I was like, well, no. We, we you know, we believe in like the First Amendment and uh, Second Amendment too. <laughs> well, for protecting the First Amendment. <laughs> Um, Amen. <laughs> exactly. Amen. Um, so, uh, you just want to confirm that, like, you know, we, we wouldn't sort of like suspend his account or whatever. And I said, well, as long as it's like, you, you, as long as uh, it's lawful, um, and uh, then then we will not suspend the account. Look, the w one thing. I, listen. The one thing I love about Elon Musk that you don't hear from Zuckerfuck or anybody else in that sphere, to include Rumble, 
I'm throwing Rumble under this bus. Well, Zuckerfuck, I think, is legitimately a robot. Um, but but hear me out. Elon Musk's autistic, so they thought they could control him, but no, they can't. No, it's not that. The one thing I like is that you hear they reach out. They said, what about Don Lemon? That's good. Folks, don't take that as a bad thing. Don't take that as a bad thing like Elon White. Elon I saying, didn't hear them say anything about Don Lemon. Yeah, they asked him. They said, hey, did you reach out to Don Lemon and offer him the same thing? He's like, actually, I don't know. I, he said we should. I agree with him. That is something that's really important. If If Elon Musk is about to create the town square again, we have to have both sides. Yeah. You, you can't have it one-sided. We just can't have a Republican viewpoint. You got to have a, as far as I'm concerned, the town square should have every different viewpoint there is out there. It should have our viewpoint. Yeah. It should have the Republican viewpoint, the Democrat viewpoint. It should allow all of those Democrat, all of those demographics in the same sphere. Why? Because you want an educated and illiterate electorate. Give them the option between all of the options. Don't just focus them down on three. Because that's what we've done in this country. We have fucking split this country into two sides, blue and red. And if you're not blue, you're not red. You fall in limbo. And then you're chastised for being in limbo. No, I believe in what this country was founded on. I believe like so many of you others do. The Constitution is the way we're supposed to live. Any addition or subtraction to the Constitution is against the contract that we signed as Americans to live here in this land with these states. Well, no, I don't trust Elon as far as I could throw him, even after he's lost all that weight. Um, I still couldn't throw him very far, but I do appreciate the guys like six one, what he's doing with Twitter and, uh, what he said there about, he believes in the first amendment and the second amendment to protect the first amendment. That's why it's there. I, I heard a, a great summary, you know, like the, the founders, that was the second thing they said. Well, the first thing they said was you can say anything they want. And then the second thing they said was, but you better get a gun. No, they said the first thing they said was you can say anything you want. You can believe anything you want. You can practice any religion you want. But and you the better get a gun. Thing they said is you defend that with a gun. Yeah. So, but I fear at this point they have sown such such division between those two sides that they have forced everyone to align with in one way, shape, or form that I, I don't know that there is any reconciliation at this point on a large scale, even, and again, I appreciate what Elon is doing with Twitter, but I almost feel like he's pissing into the wind because I don't, I don't know at this point, people are so focused and honestly, they've lost so many brain cells. They're so injured, whether they know it or not, be it through the vax or just through the trauma of the world right now, they can't get over themselves to actually have a logical, reasonable conversation with someone on the other side. First of all, hush your mouth with the trauma of the world right now. A lot of people um, can't handle it. I, I don't even I, if you ever utter that phrase again in my, the, my very existence oh, around please. me. No, no, I cannot deal with it. Shut up. 
Don't give me fucking, I don't want to hear about trauma. I don't want to, I really don't want to hear about that right now. What I want to hear about is A, our country's fucked up. We've got to fix it. Yeah. B, we've got a lot of other shit going on right now. And boom is just part of it. Boom applies to two different positions in the world right now. One boom is a sonic boom that they heard over Washington, D.C. that everybody's losing their mind about because they didn't hear it on 9-11. Hmm, wonder why that is, considering there were 37 mm -hmm. different scrambled sorties on 9-11 that over the Washington, D.C. national capital region, you should have heard so many sonic booms that busted out windows, yet it didn't. Okay, but I think you got hung up on that phrase and missed my point. It's, I'm, I'm, I don't honestly think the world is very traumatic right now because I, I don't deal with that. I'm not talking about it in relation to me. I'm talking about it in relation to all of those people who literally can't get over themselves. They are so wrapped up in themselves. They are so hung up on woe is me playing the victim because of what they perceive as trauma, be it from the mainstream media or whatever it is that they cannot have a coherent conversation with someone from the opposite side. Have you heard of this new teen fad going on called chromine? Is that like vabbing? No, no, I, it's even worse. Uh Oh, okay. You guys, the guys out there, you guys that know about chrome paint Uh huh. for instance cars yeah okay you buy this shit at autozone mm -hmm. kids are inhaled you know what it is it's aerosolized aluminum and they're inhaling it and they're inhaling it and some kid in australia just died um not from inhaling it but because systematically in short order all of our major organs shut down mm -hmm. because it's basically so toxic to yeah it's aluminum humans yeah. you're gonna fucking die absolutely how does that play into this because this my point is this it's a self-licking ice cream cone mm -hmm. if Everybody brought this to the to the forefront in the media. Oh, this chromine epidemic, it's taken over in the kids. Mm -hmm. No. This is something we need to let happen and let it wield its, its way through. Because you know what? Those are the listen. No, listen. I, I, I get where you're going with this, but listen to this. Right now, what are we dealing with in the way of parents in charge? Isn't it weird? I just heard somebody on uh Instagram today say the same thing. Isn't it weird? That only these woke parents have these trans kids. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Isn't that odd? Yeah. That none of us, we don't have any trans kids. Nope. We thought one of them might have been a little, you know, but no, we don't have any trans kids. No, in fact, and he and I, uh, he fucked up his arm today. He fell off his bike. And uh, we, right. I, I went and picked him up. The oldest a, one. We had a conversation on the way home. I, was, I told him his appointment to, um, for school to enroll in the new schools when we get home from vacation. And I just had to come up with a letter to get him out of the next round of vaccines. And he was like, well, they didn't send it over from the old school. Well, no, they didn't. But I was like, you're due for a new jab anyway. Uh, they want you to get the HPV vaccine, which before the COVID vaccine uh, was the, it had the most adverse reactions of any previous vaccine. Um, and basically it makes you sterile. Yeah, no. And he goes, 
Yeah, no, I want my dick to work. Yeah, no. And I was like, yeah, and I want grandbabies. And he was like, yeah, I want to give you grandbabies. I was like, good. Okay, so you're not Very gay. Good. Not gay. <laughs> I, and I, I, I'm, my point is, but you said that you were you you were saying before that it's not about the tra- no 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 I I think the trauma is part of it because remember to fracture yeah intelligent ego according to id. Mm-hmm. The only way you can do that is through trauma. And that's what they use the mainstream media for. Exactly. That, that chroming epidemic, that would be a perfect thing for the mainstream media to pick up and run with that's, and start the fear mongering over and over again. That is where the trauma comes from, from the mainstream media fear mongering. That's where I'm going with it because that was the part in Stu Peter's part that they did show that I loved. Yeah. That they got that guy in Washington, D.C. You said all you're pushing is fear. All you're here doing is peddling fear. Everybody's got to be scared because you're some official nerd who knows something more than everybody else. No, fuck you. That's what that guy told Fauci and his little fucking band of marauders there Mm -hmm. and the fucking mayor of D.C., which is good on him. And I appreciate that motherfucker. And I love the fact I love the fact that he was wearing a German soccer uniform while he was doing it. I think it was during the World Cup. So, yeah, I still think it's hysterical. (sighs) I don't know. Anybody else didn't find the humor in that? My bad. Um, My bad, bro. But I, I think, I think we've gone. I think it's gone too far. I don't know that we can. I don't. You know, they're they're already calling it Sears. Take, it would take an a, another nine eleven like event, a perceived attack on our country from an outside threat realm that would. I think that would be the only thing that could actually bring us back together again. And even that wouldn't be permanent. It would be, it'd be, it'd a, be fractured. It'd be fractured. It'd be a temporary, yep. you know, it, like the enemy of my enemy is my friend, my friend, but it doesn't last forever. Yep. Yeah. It means eventually I'm still going to find a fault in you and kill yep. you when I get the exactly. chance. And I, I think that that's where we're, we've come full circle. I think um, Republicans are starting to come full circle. I think Republicans are starting to see actually that they're more centrists. I, I mean, I don't speak for the whole centrist movement because I don't believe I speak for anybody except for myself and my my wife sometimes when she lets me. Most of the time not, though, because I just let her do it. But dead serious, for the centrists out there, again, it's the Constitution. I think the right's too far right. I think the left's too far left. I think we need to be right in the middle. Follow what the Constitution says. There's a reason 200 years ago our forefathers wrote it down on a piece of paper. There's a reason why that document still exists today. Just like there's a reason it was written on hemp paper. Just like there's a reason that fucking George Washington still has fucking fields of marijuana growing in fucking Mount Vernon. The same reason. All of those things still apply today. We should be following those things. We should be learning from our history instead of trying to dilute our history with something that's never, ever taken place. The 1619 Project is a fucking ton of crap. We have diluted our history with shit that's never happened. And people think, oh, well, it's okay. I mean, I remember when gas was 99 cents a gallon. Mm-hmm. Fuck two ninety nine a gallon. Well, play the next clip because that's actually exactly what it's about. 
we'll watch here is just how much oil prices could rise and, and how much gas prices could rise. The expectation had been that these gas prices would stay well below year-ago levels, in part because global demand is softening for oil from China, from Europe, and from the United States because, you know, the overall economies are cooling off. We're not we're not running as quite a hot economy this year as we were last year. So that's what we're watching right now on the oil story. It has been a very good story for oil prices. And, and maybe you're going to see those declines slow down or even reverse a little bit. We will be watching. Christine thank Romans, you, thank you. It really brings. Tell me something. Mm-hmm. Why are we dealing with such a cool economy right now? Because everyone's dead. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's part of it. It, it That has a lot to do with it. I won't. I won't even fucking... I won't even argue with you either way on that. Why do we have such a cooling of the economy, though? We have been taxed up through our fucking assholes. People don't have money to spend. And inflation is so high. It's all people can do to pay the bills and put food on the table. They don't have any extra for anything extra. I watched a woman today say, uh, no, I can't get this done. Yeah. Because she didn't have have the the money. money. She didn't I have the money. I, I know what I know what that's like. I want to help people out in that situation. I really do. I can't. I might my, my hands are tied. Yeah. I kind of have to be an asshole. Be like, I'd love to help you out. I'd love to actually do it for you and just get it done because I'm your neighbor. But I can't do that because I work for a company. Mm-hmm. I folks, I I we get it. We know we're Bouncing bills left and right center. We're doing our best to keep our heads above water. We know exactly what you're going through. We're in the same situation. I don't understand how the rest of the country has not lost their mind over this shit. Where, you know, this, I went and looked it up today. I went and looked it up today. I took Donald Trump's third year in office, start of his third year in office which was actually getting to tumultuous time, if you actually look financially. And I laid it over Joe Biden's. First of all, the gas prices. You know that we were at two $228 a gallon? $1.89 here. It was average $228, but it, we live in Georgia, so it was $1.89 when two twenty eight when Trump was in office this time. Yeah, it's uh, same year really higher during the summer, yeah. Because it is, because it goes up, because people travel. Yep. I get it. Or they used to. I, I'm just saying, when you start laying stuff out like that and comparing that those numbers, you can't compare it. That's why I'm so not worried about this primary season. Like, everybody asks me, Mick, why aren't you worried? Because Donald Trump's going to win the primary. How do I know? He has the 40%. He already has the 40%. He's got 60% right now, according to the last poll I saw today. He is polling at 60% across America. He's got this locked up. There is nothing. Ron DeSantis can do whatever the fuck he wants. He can he can try as hard as he wants. That faggot will never, ever, 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 ever walk over DJT. We all know that. There's he no- can blow every bush in office. Yes. And it doesn't matter. Because we also and Pence know. Pence can too. Apparently Pence is um, backed by the, the Koch brothers. That's why he screwed DJT over on january 6th no that all makes more holy shit that's a big one yeah dc did that just come out dc drano dropped that his sources apparently and this is from dc drano he put this out on twitter well it'll be in his financial disclosure documents that'll be released when he on 
puts his name out. Mm -hmm. DC Drano said that he his sources told him before January 6th that Pence was not going to contest the vote because the Koch brothers were going to back him for 2024 if he screwed DJT. Well, the Koch brothers have never liked DJT, mm -hmm. ever, ever. So that's apparently um, why that happened. The whole bullshit about him not having pets, not having the authority. Fucking that was bullshit. That was all right. bullshit. We all knew that. Bullshit. We all knew that was bullshit. You can read the Constitution. It's what I told you to it's do. It's right there. Um, but yeah, that was all that was all part of it. So, but it, you know what? Wow. Pence can blow the Koch brothers from here until Jesus returns. I did not and... know that. Wow, that's big. That is really big. Hey, DC Drano, if you're fucking dropping that shit, bro, you've got some heat, bro. That's that's big, big news. That makes a lot of sense. That actually confirms what I there's a comment Nancy Pelosi made in her office on January 6th about the Koch brothers. Hmm. Well, we'll get she to January said, 6th. Now. She said in her office, she said in front of the camera, the Koch brothers better come through. That's exactly what she said right before she said, no, fuck them. She said that the Koch, oh, ooh. John, it is absolutely possible that Pence has only money and no base. No one is going to vote for Pence. Nobody. Nobody nope. after he, yeah. after nope. January nope. 6th and no one in the nope. right fucking mind, nope. everyone in Indiana hates him because yep. they know he's a flaming homo, um, which wouldn't be a big deal, except he kept it in the closet. If you're going to be a homo, you got to parade it out there. Full transparency. It was really weird today. I saw him in assless chaps and, um, a leather. No, I'm dead serious. Mm -hmm. He showed up at a campaign stop. Like he had just ridden off the bullshit, by the way. All right. Okay. If you, you all think, chaps are assless, by the way. That's yeah, they are. what chaps are. I, I, so, I yeah. know. Okay. I know. I know that. You're implying that he didn't have like pants on under. No, he had pants on. Okay. Under. Well, then they weren't assless chaps. They're assless chaps because he doesn't have an ass. But that's immaterial. The point is, is that he, if you guys think that he rode in off the road, that nah, he rode in from like maybe two miles down the road. They dropped his bike off off the back of a trailer and he rode in from two miles down the road. Yeah. He didn't do no fucking ride across the state. He's full of shit. He's a piece of fuck that piece of shit. Pence. What a mother. Indiana, you know, where the fuck's Tara? Where's Tara at? God damn it. Indiana giving us some more bullshit. Fucking yeah. Tara and her Terraisms. Where are you at, Tara? <sighs> Calling you out, girl. You and your fucking pence. The fuck is that shit, huh? Just saying. Anywho, um, I I have one for you, babe. You have one for me. I do. What do you have for me? I have a Bungino blowjob for you. You're giving the blowjob then because I'm not because I haven't listened to him in a while. Well, really? Because I said, is this from Saturday? You said, no, it's from Friday. No, he doesn't do a show on Saturday. Okay. I know that. All right. Well, then here you go. It's taco time. Taco time. Taco time. Listen to me, please. In a somber, sober, calming voice, I'm asking you to prepare now and do not wait. What does prepare mean? It means get yourself some emergency food. It means make sure you have some cash on hand. It means make sure you, you, know, you, you can protect yourself and your family in whichever way makes you comfortable. It means make sure you have a plan with your family about what you're going to do in an emergency. What's the worst case scenario if you were to do this stuff? Worst case scenario is you have to enact that plan and at least you have one. The best case scenario, 
You have some emergency food in 10, 15 years, you throw in the garbage. You have a plan you never use, but was always there. There's no harm there. May cost you a little bit of money to get some of the stuff. Folks, why am I talking like this? Because folks, the signs are everywhere and ignoring them and pretending they're not going to be there uh, like the media is doing now because there's a Democrat president uh, is doing you a real disservice. I absolutely promise you that if there were a Republican in the White House, whether Trump, Bush, DeSantis or anyone else, that they would be looking at the signs around us. China's increased belligerency, bank failures, a potential financial crisis, inflation number out today. They would be telling you the apocalypse is coming tomorrow. And you damn well know what I'm saying is true. But because there's a hapless, rotting bag of oatmeal in the White House, the most corrupt human being ever, and he has a D in front of his name, and they're not ready to throw him overboard because he says he's going to run in 2024. The media is covering up the signs that are absolutely everywhere. And our government is completely, entirely distracted with bull. Okay, so what is this about again? Why? What is this? I don't understand your Bongino blowjob. Do you just give, want to give him a blowjob? No, actually. Because I've said the same things I know. for years now. I know. But remember I said I wanted to do our featured sponsor earlier in the show? Yeah. Our featured sponsor tonight is My Patriot Supply. There you go. Okay. Go get it. Seriously. You just heard it from Dan Bongino. We're not lying. We're not We're not pulling the wool over your eyes. But yeah, Lins, I wonder what Bongino's heard because he is starting to sound like the rest of us. No. He's just finally coming to the realization that people aren't as dumb as what he thinks. Maybe. No, no, no. I'm sorry, because when you get in media, what is the one thing you automatically become? Supposedly. Uh, smarter than everybody else. And oblivious to what's actually going on in the world. Exactly. Yep. The craziest thing I've ever seen, I've watched people, um, folks, I've worked car accidents where people died. Local news, mind you. Kids died in car accident. I've watched reporters stand out there and speculate when we haven't said anything. Like we haven't even fucking talked to them yet. And man, those motherfuckers will say whatever. I, I could have been a butterfly. Could have been a butterfly in the car flying around. We don't know yet, Jim. But when we find out if it's a butterfly, we're going to kill that butterfly. That is... The ultimate form of retardation because you all watch it. And I'm not talking about you all. I'm talking about us. We consume it. We're watching this. We're seeing this, this guy, it's a butterfly that killed him. Think about this. Think about this new story. That's just going on right now about the sonic booms. Let's talk about the sonic booms since we're here. You want to do that? Hold on. They can do that. We've, we've got this Cessna. Okay. Look, uh, over D.C., there is an F- NFA that is a no-fly area. You are not allowed within over the national capital region. I can't go into specifics because that's all classified. But you're not allowed within a certain distance. And there is a defense. Like, they tell you almost a long time out that, hey, you're coming, even if you're not heading towards it. Even if it looks like you might eventually cross it at some point, they let you know more than a million times that you're coming close. Why? Because that automatically perks up the ears downtown. 
When I say perks up the ears downtown, that means all of a sudden there's a lot of systems that go active. These systems are not something, if you've ever seen the, uh, there's an Instagram meme going around, Navy guys. Uh, they'll tell you about Seawiz. Seawiz is no joke. Seawiz is the bitch of the fucking, is the bitch of the sea. That's exactly what they call Seawiz. There's a reason Seawiz is the bitch of the sea. She will chew up and spit out anything you shoot at her. She will lock onto you in seconds and she will make you disappear in a hail of 30 Mike Mike fucking fire that you will never ever see. You won't even see it coming. By the time it hits you, you're like, fuck, I'm done. It's over. She will track you across the sky and make you disappear. When SeaWiz locks on, you don't want to be anywhere downrange of where she's locked on at. She's killing you. Let me tell you something right now. When you're flying towards NCR, that's what happens. NCR is the national capital region, just in case you're not aware. As you're flying that direction, when you hit that line, all of a sudden, all those eyes light up and they start looking at the sky and they find something that's not in their airspace that's not supposed to be there. Let me tell you something. You're going to get gunned down. It ain't going to take much. They don't give a fuck. And there's a reason for it. It's protection. It's our homeland. It's defense of our country. It's what we're supposed to be doing on our fucking southern border. Why can't we enable SeaWiz on the southern border? All you need is two nights of that. And let me tell you something. There ain't going to be no motherfuckers squirting across the border when SeaWiz winds up and guns them down. Because that bitch is fucking angry when she shoots. Anyway, my bad. So it's, it's our country. It should be defended. This plane flew in there. And me and my wife are in very much agreement that I got a feeling we're, we're waiting on this one. We're not going to talk about it, but we're going to give it a pause. But I can tell you right now, it seems like to me, from my vantage point, and I've called in close air support before. From my vantage point, it looks like to me, this is we're going to find out that this is a vax injury. Yep. I guarantee we find out because there's a lot of erratic movements, which means there's a couple people that were, tr it, it looks like, it looked like to me somebody was trying to help because of the way the plane just spun around. If you watch the, if you watch the actual little flight path it took and you watch the actual, there, so as Leo says, and, and this is, I agree with, I agree completely. Um, the Cessna story makes total sense. So if you look at the flight path and the fact that pilots will load waypoints for the go around based on their most likely active runway, Correct. right? So if he loaded all that into that autopilot before he passed out, that Cessna would have flown and it would have turned to land on the runway well, and no, no, but it doesn't control altitude so when it didn't actually descend that Cessna just kept going well, and it, it flew a straight flight back over dc there's three different things that happened there all right the guy was awake for a time there yeah he was doing the right thing because it was hitting waypoints yeah and then when it overshot the runway and it turned around that just meant that ILS was engaged. ILS, the independent landing system, is um, that's what it does. It guides you into your descent. It tells you where to be. It tells you if you're above the glide path, below the glide path, if you're going to crash, if you're going to stall, blah, 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 all sorts of other shit. 
Well, long story short, though, ILS would have turned this, the plane around to send it back to give it another chance to come back and get another landing. Mm-hmm. It would have turned it around. So that explains the turnaround if he was unconscious at that point. But the other points, he would have had to turn on ILS, first of all, to get into the glide path for that airport. So he was still conscious to that point because that's a physical thing you do in a plane. You got to lean over, flip a switch, even in a Cessna to turn on ILS. You, It's not all always on. You have to actually physically turn it on because once you lock into the glide slope and the glide path to that airport, that tells you whether you're high or low. It tells you everything you need and will lane, land the plane for you. If in an emergency, it will land the plane for you. So that's, there's a bunch of shit there that right now we're just going to take a knee, drink some water. We're going to let the story develop and find out what really happened. Mm-hmm. I think what we're going to find out though is what you believe. And I agree with you because this is what I was talking about. This is the single pilot. There's no co-pilot in yep. a Cessna. And why, why didn't the, uh, you'd think the passengers would have tried to contact someone when they noticed their plane turned around. They, they if might, you know nothing they about might planes, not have noticed. No, no. If you know nothing about planes, uh, what would you have done? Yeah. And as Think a, about it. There's not a lot of people that know to jump in the cockpit, throw on the headset and say, oh, I can talk to ground control. And it, I mean, it was a woman with her two-year-old daughter. Yes. That's so it. that's all that was in the plane. Yeah. So what is and she? Four know? people, a woman um, and, and I thought it was a pilot. And then there was a baggage guy that was going to the next airport. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. So that's what I was told was in the plane. Yep. At least. That was my story. I Anyway, we'll true. get to that. So play the, play the first one here. Cause this is the, uh, the sonic booms. Now listen. It's all the same boom. It's just a, listen, from different that, perspectives. That sonic boom is a thousand feet off the, the ground. Okay. That's not low. Trust me. If it was low, all of those windows, all of those, all of these things that you're watching on, you would have seen the fucking, you would have seen the grass clack. No, no, no. This is not a Cessna. These are not sonic booms from a Cessna. No, this, that's from the F-16s. This is from the F-16s that were scrambled to go after the Cessna. Yep. This is our air defense going after the fucking Cessna that was heading back to the national capital region. It had, it had done everything proper through. It's when it missed its landing and turned around and started coming back. That's where the problem was. And this is all, um, I, I, I'm just telling you, that's not a sonic, the sonic booms. Trust me, sonic booms 500 feet off the deck. Those will break windows out of cars. I've watched it. It well, happens. Yeah, this was higher up. That's way higher up. Um, now, here's where the conspiracy comes in. There's and with that developing story, a sonic boom rattled nerves across Washington, D.C. Yesterday, we now know it was caused by F-16 fighter jets traveling at supersonic speed, tracking a small jet that entered restricted airspace. That jet crashed in Virginia. The plane, a Cessna Citation, initially headed to Long Island's MacArthur Airport and on board, along with the pilot, a mother, her two-year-old daughter, and a nanny, all returning to their home in East Hampton. ABC's Rena Roy joining us now live with the latest. Rena. 
Yeah, David and Michelle, when this boom rang out across the D.C. metro area, people were calling 911 to report it because there were a lot of questions about exactly where it came from. Turns out that sonic boom was caused by fighter jets, as you said, breaking the sound barrier to track that plane in the restricted airspace. Scary moments in the nation's capital Sunday. A sonic boom heard for miles across Washington, D.C. and the surrounding area. Very jarring. We thought it was probably an earthquake. People on edge as authorities work to figure out the source. Officials say a civilian jet aircraft, a Cessna Citation, flew through restricted airspace, the pilot failing to respond to air traffic control. U.S. military quickly launching six F-16 fighter jets from three bases to track the plane as it headed south into Virginia. Two F-16s over Washington having to travel at supersonic speed to catch up with the Cessna jet, creating that sonic boom that reverberated across the region. The Cessna spotted at 34,000 feet over a remote area in Virginia. The pilots still not responding. The fighter jets even firing flares to try to alert the civilian pilot. But officials say the pilot appeared to be unconscious. The plane likely ran out of fuel, taking a dive and crashing 10 minutes later in a rural area, killing all on board. The aircraft was at 34,000 feet. It stayed at 34,000 feet, and it stayed on a constant heading. So it didn't seem like it was a big threat. Some experts believe a lack of oxygen, a condition called hypoxia, may have incapacitated the pilot and passengers. Pressurization on an airplane compresses the air in the cabin to make sure that there's enough oxygen so that you can survive, and sometimes that pressurization may fail. Now, aviation experts say there was really no way to help land this plane safely because once everyone is unconscious, there's really nothing that can be done. If that is the case, I, 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 no. What, 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 what are you doing? You keep poking. turn my microphone off. Oh my god! Because <laughs> you're chewing. Mm -hmm. God, she. She doesn't you. That is the conspiracy. Is it hypoxia? I don't think so. I think what we're gonna find out because there's a little bit of weird movement there at the end, which tells me that somebody got keen enough to say, "Hey, wait a minute, we're getting a lot lower and a lot faster than what we should be, and we need to go ahead and pick up some altitude." So there's a little dip there at the end that somebody said, hey, this ain't right and pull back on a stick. So this, now, um, does that mean that it's the pilot? No. Does that mean that it's any person of the crew or in the cabin? No. Um, well, there was no crew. It was just the woman and the nanny. And yeah. the woman was the daughter of a, a billionaire. And apparently his wife is an executive with the NRA. <laughs> oh, That's the conspiracy there's theory. There's a conspiracy. So here we go. Yeah. Oh, she didn't die from a gun. She died from a plane. So now we should blame. We should ban all planes, period. Nope. Nope. I'm taking the leftist approach on this. I'm a constitutionalist. I can do this. It's it's in my I have a card. I have a constitutionalist um, privilege card. I'm throwing it out on the deck. Boom. There we go. Yes. And they were huge Trump donors. Figures. Mm -hmm. Go figure. This is, how, this is how they're going to get us now. Now they're going to arrest us, kill us. Watch. I, I'm telling you, watch. It's just, and if it's it was hypoxia, if there was an issue with the pressurization of the plane, then, of course, someone's going to say that that was done deliberately. Now, 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 also realize, too, stand by before we go there, before we even get into deliberacy. All right. One of the big differences that a lot of military pilots face when they leave military service, 
like my brother, for instance. My brother left military service and he flew for a while on the outside. When he flew for a while on the outside, the problem with flying for a while on the outside is uh, after a while, it becomes fucking scary, bro. Like inspections, all that shit that they do in the military all the time to make sure that those aircraft are operating peak performance and that they're flying and doing exactly what they're supposed to do the way they're supposed to do it. You would think also applies to the civilian world where they're busing you fuckers around all over the country from state to state, from city to city. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. Safety requirements and everything. <whistles> Why? Because it costs money. Costs money. Mm-hmm. Safety inspections, fixing stuff on a plane, costs money. Had a couple accidents that fixed some shit for the airlines. Yeah. But what did it cost? Human life. My question is, when do we stop risking human life? Or why is our, maybe our idea of what life is? You know, when I went down range, one of the things we used to call the Afghans, the Iraqis, we used to call them both savages. Why? Because of what the way, the way they were with their people. They would literally kill people for no reason. I wonder about us. How bad are we? How do we look to them? We lost fucking what? How many how many plane accidents do you think it took before the Federal Aviation Administration said maybe we should change our practices just a little bit here? Mm. Just saying. Yeah, but the jet noise that you hear, uh, Michelle, um, he he was saying that he lives down in here, Virginia Beach, Virginia Beach, and no, I think that's a no. See, is it a she? Mm-hmm. Um, she lives down in Virginia Beach, and the jet noise you hear is very low decibel. Why? Because they're not allowed to fly supersonic over us. They're not allowed to do that shit over us. Because if you ever hear one of those things break the sound barrier over you, it is jaw jet. It is. It literally is. You'll be replacing the windows in your house. You'll be doing that, and uh, oh, by the way, good luck finding any air in your lungs whatsoever. When they came across our heads. At supersonic speeds in Afghanistan and F-18s, I can tell you right now, they made my fucking, the chest plate I thought broke in my vest. I thought it was broken. Yikes. It rattled my body something fierce. Mm. That was no joke. That motherfucker was turning and burning. It does. It hits very hard. It is no joke. They break the sound barrier. They're not fucking around. That shit, if you're underneath it when it hits the sound barrier... I'm telling you right now, that shit hurts. It's no joke. It will fuck you up. That's why you don't hear them do supersonic speeds. They do supersonic speeds out over the ocean. That shit's bad. What's next? We're all criminals. World criminals. We are all criminals. Oh. We're still in what the fuck. Oh, now we're in what? Whitney Webb. I'm done. Uh, hold on. No, it's not playing, babe. What the fuck? I have no idea. I'm trying to figure that out myself. Having trouble connecting. Okay. Okay. So they're saying that we have another. See, I can't, I can't deal with this. I know. We're going <sighs> to. Yep. I'm going to talk shit about them. Here's um, five seconds away from it. 
they're about to get destroyed on the air and I'm just going to let them have it because this is bullshit. Yep. This is not what I pay for. Protect our fundamental freedoms and human rights. Mis and disinformation must be countered. Basically, the UN Secretary General had a report last year um, about these issues, and it was titled Countering Disinformation for the Promotion and Protection of Human Rights and Fundamental Freedoms. So basically, straight up in the title, it says that countering disinformation will somehow promote and protect fundamental freedoms and human rights. And then um, the U.S. and the U.K., who are pretty well known at this point to heavily sped, spread false propaganda and for also currently pushing for excessive censorship of independent media, they produced our... our Before we continue this real quick, mm -hmm. do you all know who Whitney Webb is? Yeah. I, I'm just, I, I want to make sure that all of our listeners know who Whitney Webb is. I, I think you do because we play enough of her. So does... Um, uh, Liana, she plays her all the time too. Um, Whitney Webb, she knows more about this shit than any one of us put together. She's been studying this shit forever and she's really good. So if you think that you know more than she does, I guarantee she's going to blow your mind. Yep. Sponsored this bill that was adopted by the UN Human Rights Council. It was a uh, talking about the, quote, increasing and far-reaching negative impact on the enjoyment and realization of human rights of the deliberate creation and dissemination of false or manipulated information intended to deceive and mislead audiences. And as I mentioned earlier, Interpol, again, a big part of SGG 16, labels such people who spread mis- and disinformation as cyber criminals. If you listen to people like UN Human Rights Commissioner Michelle Bachelet, the former president of Chile, um, she essentially says that there shouldn't be uh, the the way this is handled uh, should not be just taking down content. So what she's saying in, in this other UN document is saying is let's stop focusing on the content, but go after the people that make that content and go after the ways that these people disseminate their information. And uh, we can assume with Interpol involved how they finance themselves. Meaning go after us yep exactly it, it's not a look look there, there there's a reason why the podcast space we we used to get a message uh, we used to get an email all the time in our email uh account from this uh podvine and they, they uh, yeah we still do it was something i subscribed to at first but then i realized they didn't have the reach I got into another one that does have the reach that actually tells me our real numbers, which is what I need to know, which is what, what I like to know, because I like to know how many people I actually talk to, you know, cause I know there's a bunch of you that lurk and I'm fine with that lurk, please lurk, but listen, please, if you have a disagreeing opinion, please come in and tell me that I'm wrong or tell me, tell us that we're wrong. Uh, we don't mind that. Uh, we had a guy. The, we had a guy the other night. That just last night. Yep. He was outstanding. Actually, I went back and copied his chat because I th thought those were great questions. What do you? Mm -hmm. You know, he wasn't. He wasn't trolling us at all. He was asking us good questions. I was actually impressed. But listen, don't this. She knows what she's talking about. They're talking about coming after all the podcasters. They want to get because what we started here what liana started what justin started what james started what we've all started we started these independent podcasts that have picked up an audience and the audience that we picked up is sizable mm -hmm. 
And you know what it's becoming scary to? All the elites. The elites are scared. Because they're, you guys are coming to us for news. When they interview people, one in seven people in America right now, when they're asked, where do you get your news from? They okay. say podcasts. They don't say fucking the mainstream media. I... I take it as an honor. I, I wear it as a badge of honor because I think that's awesome that you come to me for your news. However, every morning when I wake up, what are the words that are, are uttered out of my mouth? I look at the dog and I say it every morning. I don't know. Apparently I'm not here because they come to you for their news, not us. So yeah. I'm like, uh, who? You just said they come to me for their news. No, no. Well, us. Mm -hmm. I mean us. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about me. I mean us. Mm -hmm. They come to us for the news. I mean, that's outstanding. You can't argue that, can no, you? No. I mean, I, I have to watch the normal news every day. I look at the dog every morning. What do I say? What are they going to lie to us about today? Because every day it's a fucking lie. This morning it was about uh, Sears. Sears. Yeah, if you haven't heard it, it's coming. 2025. You already called it. You called it like three weeks ago What's when that? they first said Sears. But now they're saying, oh, Sears 2025. They're expecting Sears to be an epidemic 2025. Sears. Sears. Sudden, um, what is it? Uh, sudden upper respiratory uh, epidemic it's this you you called it you you talked about oh it. that you that. talked about the 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 they played it out at yeah. at fucking yeah. the who yeah. or at, yeah yeah um, their their newest um yes yeah, event to a one thing Sears yep. and yep. I was like Sears I was like yep. I haven't even heard that name yet yep and then and there it is this morning here it is boom yep. Sears now they're calling it for 2025. Mm -hmm. um hmm just saying is it weird that we talked about that like three or four weeks ago I mean stars. No, it's Sears. Mm -hmm. It's no, it's Sears. They literally called it this morning. They said it was Sears. Sudden upper upper respiratory something 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 or other sensational virus. It's another sensational virus. Sensational, it's another yeah, sensational it's an, virus. It's another it's coronavirus. Like RSV. Yep. Exactly. It's another coronavirus. Yeah. RSV and COVID got together and had a fucking mutant baby. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Within a year. Because mm -hmm. that's how that. That works. normally actually takes more like a thousand years, but. I don't know anything. I about mean, that. you know, COVID's good like that. Think about it. it. It took out the flu. That's that's actually a good point. Where did the flu go? Where'd the flu go? I don't know. Now they're approving RSV vaccines for the elderly people over 60 because they're at such a risk of RSV. Hey, did you guys see the video? Of, or they are now. They're uh, all jabbed. I started posting all the all the shit I find now on Instagram. If you go to my Instagram account. You can find all my shit. You can find, I'm posting everything now to Instagram. So everything that I find that's funky and weird, if you want to see weird shit, you're going to find it on my Instagram. Yes, Today, Leo, exactly. Imagine if they named it JCPenney. You kept saying Sears and I'm thinking. No, it's Sears. Didn't that company already go out of business? Well, that's why. That's why they called it Sears, I think. <sighs> oh, I almost wow. think that that's why they call it Sears. But no, the new video I got today. There's a dude who he's going around to there's uh he's got like 25 videos so far, I believe, up on his account on Instagram. He's going around to local meat markets. Mm -hmm. He's walking up, he's grabbing a package of meat, 
He's got a huge, you know, those uh, fishing magnets. Yeah. Have you guys seen the fishing magnets where they throw them in the river? He's taking the magnet and he's throwing it against the meat and it sticks. Mm -hmm. Just throwing it out there. Uh, they just had a big story today. Uh, 30, 3,300. Yeah, I think it was 3,300 cows found dead in a paddy down in Texas, all injected. Okay, so with the I, I saw that story going around, but the that exact same footage, literally exact same footage with the cows dead in the same spacing in the same field was attributed to uh, a mass death of cows in Italy in 2022. Okay. Well then that might be, I and just they're saw saying, that. I saw the story today. I know, I, I, I know, I know, today. I know. I don't and know if they're, it's true. They're saying that those cows died from, um, Huffing, uh, no, from eating some poisonous plant or something. No. Well, that's possible. Mm -hmm. Still that's. Yeah. But anyway, so I just, I always got to take those things with a grain of salt. Cause I'm like, Whoa, I've seen that footage before. You know me with my memory. I'm like, I've seen that footage before. There's something not right here. And I went and looked it up and it's the Good. exact same footage. Good. So, well, and we know that yeah. might be bullshit. I mean, I, I, now I, this, I was looking for the now, name of the town this, in Texas mm -hmm. in the story and I couldn't, couldn't find, find it. it. Yeah. That's exactly. what threw me off. Yep. I was like, yeah, maybe this is bullshit. Yep. It because is. I was looking for the name of the town because I know we've got a bunch of people that live in Texas. I can say the name of the town on the show and then be like, yep, we know all about it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Or nope. Didn't never happen. Yep. All bullshit. So uh, now Victoria, you're saying severe. Is that Texas? Severe Texas? No, Sears isn't severe. Jeez. Oh. Sever. Sears oh. isn't severe. Oh, gotcha. Go. Okay. Now, now, not to say, and I've seen this happen before too. There could have been a mass death of cows in Texas, and they just didn't have any video footage of it. So, so they, they took video footage. Correct. They used old footage. And I've seen that done plenty of times. Uh, but one of the so, big things that I know down in Texas, which is weird, especially on any of the federal land, on the federal government, like the, mm -hmm. the government farms. And I don't know if this is they true. They have video of everything because they're looking for the illegals. Not only that, but they also... Uh, they don't let you on there. You can't go down there and videotape. You can't go down there as like a consumer and take pictures from the fence line, mm. which I find really not. weird. But, and no, because in other ways, I understand. Because like, for instance, um, I, I give you a perfect, for example, Fort Bragg mm -hmm. about- Fort Liberty, you mean? No, Fort Bragg. It's not Fort Bragg no, anymore. It's, it's Fort now Bragg. Fort Liberty. It's Fort Bragg. Fort Bragg about uh -huh. 15 years ago. Uh, class two classes after mine going through the Delta course and they had the um, person from the whatever she was wearing an undercover mm -hmm. video camera and she was showing what they did to the goats because yeah we have a we have a life we understand our medics for the 18 Delta course they're the closest things you're going to see to doctors that don't have a degree they literally are fucking doctors. They they go through a year and a half of school. One of the things they have to do is uh, one of the things that they're one of their final tests is uh, they they're given a goat and they do a workup on the goat, like a medical workup on the goat. They take his temperature, they do everything rectally um, through the mouth, everything. And then one day they come in and the goat's got something really fucked up. For instance, they shot it. They shot it or they blew it up or understand the goat is under 
The goat doesn't feel anything. PETA doesn't care, though. No. PETA went in and one of these things and had a camera on and it fucked all that shit up for a while. But it's the best live training you'll ever find. It's the closest to our organs you'll ever find. And you learn about all of this shit. And it's the way you learn. And is a couple of goats worth that? I think so. I don't have a problem with that. And on my in my side, if my medic learned on it, yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah, I'd rather have a medic that worked on a goat than ever fucking worked on a human. Okay. Mm, because I know he's gonna at least try to save my life. Shit. That's the big part. But I I mean as long as he values you as much as he did the goat. It, it's no different from this, though. We're just we're those pawns. <clears throat> we'll get cut out. We're the cancer. To them, we're the cancer. Yep. Because we tell you something that they don't want you to hear. We're the cancer. Well, this is exactly the information that they are they want to criminalize criminalize us over. January 6th. Well, that's what they've been going after since the get-go. And Here they you. still haven't gotten it. Mm. And they keep fucking it up. It's even worse. Mm -hmm. Well, now that you start. Well, John, of course, and, and we're going to have Darren Beatty up after you, and I, I'm going to ask him the same question. But when you when you put all of this together, when you start adding these things up, right. the intel the fact that they withheld the intelligence, the fact that the security failures were there, this the fact that they denied the request for federal assistance. There were two requests, by the way, yeah. the federal assistance, which was denied by Muriel Bowser, as yeah. well as the request by President Trump to have the National Guard. We're also finding out that we've heard, we have this in testimony now, that there were dozens, maybe even more of federal agents that were in the crowd that day. Yeah. I guess my question is, does, was this set up to fail? Were the police there that day set up to fail because they wanted to use this as a, that the Democrats, that they wanted to use this as a political weapon against President Trump, against Republicans, against conservatives for a generation? Yeah, listen, I That's don't believe in grand conspiracies because I know how incompetent the United States government is, right? Big government always can't carry out big <laughs> yes, ideas. Just ask true. us, right? I think there are a series of smaller conspiracies that add up to the perfect storm, right? I think there is some dysfunction below Chief Sund mm -hmm. uh, where some of his brass don't like him, and so they're not eager to make him look good that day. I think there is the holiday season and people tuning out when they should have been tuning in because the intelligence is coming in hot. Remember, uh, about six months ago, I reported on December 21st, they knew everything. They knew what the Proud Boys were thinking of doing. They knew what the Oath Keepers were thinking of doing. They knew that people were talking about confronting and uh, lawmakers killing cops, bringing guns, all the things that should have been blinking, flashing red. But I think a lot of people were tuned out. You see long gaps after the intelligence come in where no one engages for several days because they were more interested in the holidays than they were in maybe creating a series uh, security plan. Chief Sun goes and asks for the um, National Guard, but he's asking for it and he can't tell people the reason why because no one gave him that intelligence. So he, he makes an argument that isn't very compelling uh, to the Capitol Police Board. And they're like, well, where's the threat level? We're told there's no threat level. There's a series of failures. Some of them are perhaps small conspiracies. Others are just classic bungling government altogether. John Solomon loves to create um, excuses. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that. Yep. Have you guys noticed that? Yep. I like John Solomon's reporting. Don't get me wrong. I really do. But when John Solomon's on in front of a camera, he creates excuses for his reporting.
Mm-hmm. Okay. This is, this is a, uh, I, I don't like that part of John Solomon when he's on a camera. He creates excuses for the current administration, which is fucking bullshit. Why? Why are you creating, why are you creating that? What is the point? Just tell us the news. Tell us what you've got. You have got the fact that they fucking lied about. Folks, I've got a story here. Actually, no, we had a story. You had it. I asked you if you had it. Remember the one I was asking about from Friday? Yeah, I thought that was the one you're talking about. Oh, that, that, okay. John Solomon's piece. Yes. That's the one I was talking about. Mm -hmm. He's got them dead to rights. They handed over edited footage. They still handing oh, over oh, play, play edited footage of January 6th. Play, play the next clip. That's what you're looking for. And that's the problem. This is some crazy shit. Yeah, this is where my issue is. This this is where I have my biggest issue. I was there. We were there January yeah, 6th. Yeah. We were there with Janet January 6th. Granted, we were not inside the Capitol. We were down on the grounds, but we saw every, I saw everything that was going on. Yep. Trust me. My eyes couldn't be more open that day because I was looking for any threat that could have affected either myself or her or Janet. I was more worried about Janet than anybody else because I, the last thing she came with us, yeah. it wasn't like she was coming under my veil of protection. So I was going to make sure she was protected straight through. And uh, we did. We did a great job. We fucking got her in there, got her out, and got out of there. But here's I, here's I what... just we saw what happened January sixth. Everything that we've seen so far has been bullshit. Watch this. This is what we're talking about. So this Capitol Police security footage so from January 6th. That's what was released on. Correct. And the news. This yes. is what the actual security footage was. Yes. This is how it was. It came to Congress. See how that guy jumped through the window. You hear how there's the no door. noise? Yeah. There's no sound. They added all that audio. They faked all that audio. Hmm. That breach, breach. Mm-mm. This is what they heard at the January 6th hearing. 2.28 p.m. West Plaza. This is the Capitol Police security footage from January 6th. Same time. There's no audio. No audio. They don't have microphones on those cameras. Nope. No, Fort Bragg is now what? Fort Liberty. Fort Liberty. Yeah. So they've been fucking around with this shit from the get-go, folks. Yep. It's None of it's true. It's all a lie. The problem is, is what part of Babylon are we in? That's what I've been asking lately. Has anybody else been seeing that? Because if you if you go, and I'm telling you, go to my Instagram. There's some weird shit on there. You're going to see some weird shit. And you're going to say, wait a minute. Why are we seeing all this shit before? Because if you remember back in the day, you remember when people used to talk about ghost stories back in the day, what did they say when you were? If you talked about saying, saying that you saw a ghost. Oh, you're crazy. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. What are you today? If you get it on camera, what are you today? Oh, you're consp you fucked with the video. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of these that I found that nobody's fucked with the video. This is what they recorded. Go look at it. I'm telling you, 
There's some crazy shit on there. Maybe. You want to get high? Sure. Good. Who doesn't? Right. Get it ready. It is that time. It's about that time. Just in time. Thunder. <laughs> I wonder if he planned that out. <laughs> Dick. Just in time. Damn. Wish I was that keen. Catch up on that. WWJD. Yeah, what would Jesus do? Or Justin. Exactly. Questions be amongst. Uh, Mick's Instagram handle is Q underscore 0783. Yes. All right. I have this fun. I have this crazy story. Okay. Can it wait till after? Oh, no, 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 no. This is a fun, like, interim story. Oh, so this is like a smoking weed story. Yes, yes, yes. This is a completely like, hey, we're all high. Enjoy this. Yes, this is from the Jerusalem Post, all right? Asteroid the size of 28 sheep to ram past the Earth for NASA. Say it again. Asteroid the size of 28 sheep to ram past the Earth. From NASA. Since when do we start measuring asteroids in sheep? What happened to measuring them in Volkswagens? <coughs> Better question. <laughs> what ass clown do they have working right now looking through a telescope that also looked through a Bradley site in the middle of night? in Iraq that saw a dude trying to rape a whole herd of sheep and the ram came after him. Sheep. Yeah. No, no, no. I, no, I know. I guess I know where syphilis comes from. Yeah. Holy shit. An asteroid the size <coughs> of almost 28 domesticated sheep is set to pass close to the earth on Sunday, June 4th, according to NASA's asteroid tracker. That was yesterday. According to the Center for Near-Earth Object Studies at NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab, the asteroid in question has been dubbed 2023 HO18, meaning it was discovered sometime this year. The flyby will be closer than normal, giving the asteroid a rarity rating of 1, but it is in no danger of hitting Earth, nor are the other two asteroids also passing by on June 4th. No pulling the wool over your eyes on this one. This is the actual story. I'm not even kidding. Bad news. That's the title. The subheading. How big is the asteroid coming toward Earth in 2023? This is a bad, like, dad joke. This asteroid is estimated by NASA to have a diameter as much as 50 meters. In imperial measurements for American readers, that would be 164 feet, or just under 55 yards. No one knows what the earth is. Don't turn your back, because they'll fuck a sheep up. Or a ram. They don't give a fuck. Wolves don't give a fuck. That's why you gotta breed a wolfhound to go after them. So. That's why I get the crazy When knocks on your door, what do we tell him? Nah, bear. Nah. Nah bear. <laughs> Give him the nah bear. Just zero seven eight three. And and I love it. I love it because I come into uh this honestly today because today I, I went to this house and this lady was like, Hey, um <clears throat> I got a big dog. Uh-oh. I was like, No, you I, don't I said, No, you don't. 
And then she looked at me. She goes, no, no, she's really big. I was like, no, she's not. And she goes, oh, okay. So I went in to the house. She had this great Dane. Uh-huh. Not, not as big as not she even, Not even fucking close. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a cute dog. And she goes, cute dog? That's a fucking beef. I was like, ma'am, my dog weighs 200 pounds. And stands about another foot taller. Mm-hmm. And he's only a year old. Mm-hmm. And she went, oh, shit. She goes, <laughs> What do you have? I said, I have an Irish. Oh, well, then you're good. Yeah. Come on in. <laughs> and so I walked right past her dog. The dog yeah. didn't even look. She's like, put her, put her head right down. I was like, that's what I thought. Things are there. I'm all big dogs are fucking pussies. They are. Honestly. They all of them are because they're so scared of their own exactly. size. They're so scared. Okay. Seamus is so timid about his own size. You know, I wonder how many sheep we could measure Seamus in. <laughs> to use a more creative metric, consider the humble domesticated sheep. Ovis Aries. These animals are widespread throughout the world. And while there are a number, a wide number of breeds, they are still all part of the same species. According to the University of Michigan's Animal Diversity Web, domesticated sheep can diversity. on average. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. When did sheep ask for diversity? I never heard of a sheep riot yet. Domesticated. When did the sheep rise up? Fucking sheep. I'm going to fucking kill you. They're called sheeple now. Um, domesticated oh, oh, sheep point. on average oh, grow to as long as 1.8 meters in head and body length. Yay, babe. Back to meters. No. No. It's like five feet. That This means that the asteroid is about like 10 feet. H O 18 diameter. The size of a car. Is as long as a line of around 28 domesticated sheep, likely being herded by a very eager corgi or a German shepherd. What happened to sheep dogs? No, wolfhounds. Wolfhounds are the ones that normally herd them. It's not are sheep dogs. Are you sure? Yeah. EUE? EUE? Yes, I am. <sighs> At least in Ireland. There. Wait, wait, wait. Here we go. A total of three asteroids, including asteroid HO18, are set to pass the Earth on June 4th. Here are the other two asteroids, along with their own special measurements. We're really special here. Are, are we specially we measuring, are really their, special. Are, are we okay. measuring their cocks? Right. Is that what we're Asteroid doing? JE5 has well, an estimated diameter of 59 go. meters. That means it's around the size of the Goodyear blimp. Okay. There you go. Asteroid JR2 has an estimated diameter of 63 meters. That means it's around the size of 31 average Yamaha motorcycles. <laughs> Not very big. We are literally measuring asteroids, which are fake and gay anyway, in sheep and motorcycles. I miss the Volkswagens. Seriously, it used to be like bugs. That that asteroid is the equivalent of like six Volkswagen bugs. Well, okay then. 28 sheep or two Volkswagen Beetle buses or eight Volkswagen Beetle buses or 12 Volkswagen Beetle buses, whatever. It was just always Volkswagens. Anyway. Exactly. Oh my God. The damn Germans. That's what happens. You know, you bring meters into a foot equation and everything gets fucked up. You bring sheep to a party and the next thing you know, they're all wearing masks and screaming about their fucking trauma. <laughs> <laughs> stronger <laughs> strong words to follow stand by <laughs> holy shit babe you want to go off a little more uh, my bad i didn't know we were going there <laughs> holy shit all right on to and we're going after money. money yeah and then we'll do woke world okay
because you had to wrangle lots of different personalities and lots of different uh, values within your membership. And you were able to do that and get everybody in line. But I want to go through some of the criticism of this bill because some people say it really was different. For example, you had in your uh, bill that passed the House, Limit, Save, Grow, uh, an ability to have work requirements for Medicaid recipients. That did not end up in the bill that the president signed. You had in your bill the ability to rescind that $80 billion of IRS funding that the president wants to hire 87,000 agents. That wasn't in the bill the president signed. It was $1.9 of the $80 billion. Well, that's and not true, course, Maria. Maria, yep, Maria yep. You're, you're saying things that are not true. So let's first walk through what's in the bill. Because I can always vote against a bill for what's not in it, but let's, let's see what's in it. First of all, the, in Limit, Save, Grow, we said we wanted to take the spending levels back to 2022. Well, we actually increased defense and increased the veterans, but non-defense with veterans out, we took it below the 22 level. That gave Democrats a lot of problems. We wanted to repeal all the IRS agents. They've already put that money in there. We repealed the 1.4 billion they would spend on hiring new agents this year, so no new agents are being hired. But we also repealed another 20 billion going in the future, what we can redirect. I think that money would be better used instead of hiring IRS agents than hiring hiring Border Patrol agents. So that's a whole debate that forward. But we already got more than $21 billion. We'll come back the next year. No new IRS agents are hired. This okay. is scored as a large cut. I heard you earlier say, yeah, but more Democrats voted for it. Let's just put this in perspective. When Republicans only had the House and the Democrats had the White House, on average, only 24% of Republicans voted for it. This was at 67% three times as much. But you yeah. also look at the story of the last 10 debt ceilings where Republicans had the administration, only 65% of Republicans voted for it. So even higher yeah. level than that. So that really shows the truth about this. But Democrats will vote for debt ceilings, Republicans will not. But yeah. we hit a two thirds mark. The thing you wanna look at is which Democrats voted against this? AOC, Bernie Sanders, mm. the progressives. Why did they okay. vote against it? Because we did get work requirements in welfare reform. Did we get it in everything? No, but Not we got it in welfare that puts people back to work, the core yeah. of what we looked for. But the, to be clear, the bulk of that money in the IRS, which was your priority, which was conservatives' priorities, they do not want this president to hire 87,000 agents. The bulk of that money is still in the Inflation Reduction Act, and he can use that. So you're talking about the 20 billion over the following year. To be clear, the bulk of that money is still in the bill that the president signed. And then there's the defense spending. Okay, you know Maria, the Maria pause for one moment. Maria, pause for one moment. That was already in law. We do not have the Senate. We do not have the presidency, but we just stopped them from hiring any IRS agents. And we also took another 20 billion going into the future. And now we only have the House. So we need the Senate and the presidency. The next time we'll address this, we have an opportunity to win the Senate and the presidency. So what's interesting to me is that you're going to argue sometime in the future when you stopped it today. 
So if we are strong today with a five-seat majority in the House, think about how strong we will be when yeah. we have the Senate and the White House. It's interesting to me if we had a success today that's not good enough for something in the future. I didn't say this was perfect, but I stopped any IRS agent from being hired today. Which no is one's good getting news. hired. So yeah. I, think, I think that would be good enough. Instead, what would be the option, Maria? To have a clean debt ceiling and let them hire IRS agents mm. and not get the $2.1 trillion cut or the work requirements or the NEPA reform? Or be able to be able to strengthen the military but cut the non-defense lower than 2022. Oh, if you want to have a perfect legislation, even when you have a majority of Republicans in the House and Senate in the presidency, we never had this. This oh, is a very bigger cut with one House. Yeah. Congressman, I want to get your take on the appropriations process here because I wonder if Chuck Sch I don't. Um, first thing I want to say is uh, this is something I asked you to grab me, and I appreciate you for grabbing this because mm -hmm. this is really important. Yeah, I know. Okay. Let me tell you something. Exactly, Jason. Word salad fuck. No, no, no. Listen. Listen. Stand by. Stand by. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Time out. Time out. Time out. What are you doing down here? You're making noises. All right. You're noises. Um, first of all, Kevin McCarthy, hear me out, bro. You made promises. Okay, you made promises to the American people through the representatives that are, have been granted access to that chamber by the people. Okay, this is your boom. Let me go ahead and throw it out there for you. All right, you you made promises you didn't keep. Debt ceiling raised. Um, you create in in the span of time you created a new government position somehow. You expanded the government, something we're dead set against. You allowed powers to go on because guess what? You only caught, you only cost the IRS 1.87 billion. Um, it was a $9.43 billion bill that was passed. So what did you really cut? I mean, when you look at that much money, what did you really fucking cut? A year that these people can be employed? What, did you really think that they're not going to budget that out? Get out of here, dude. You, you didn't do anything for us. If anything, You weaken my position as a constitutionalist. I can't speak for everybody here, but I can speak for myself. What I can tell you right now as a constitutionalist, you weaken my position in any standing I had in this government. If I was to look at this from the Republican perspective, this is the way I would look at it. You weaken their position because now what do they have going forward? Remember, if you only pushed it out one year, Maybe that one I could understand because one year requires Joe Biden to deal with this election year. I get it. But to push it out a full two and a half years, Kevin, um, dude, maybe we missed something. Maybe, maybe, maybe the American people didn't speak to you properly, but let me do it for them now. I, I, I'm going to put it to you one way and one way only.
You're fired. 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 Kev, you're fired, bud. It's time to beat feet, bro. Peace. See you later. You signed up for a specific deal. You failed. You lied to the American people. You did not put the American people's best interests at heart. It was a MAGA candidacy that pushed you across that line to get you that fucking, uh, you better resign. Matter of fact, you don't fucking resign and I'll just release my wolf pack. I'll just let them go mm. because they'll make you resign. They they will, oh, I, I let them go. They'll just take care of you. They'll take care of my small work. We'll we'll get you to resign. That's not a problem. They will fucking resign like you have never. They will make you resign like you have never seen. They will call you out in every dirty shit you have ever fucking done. And they will not let you sleep. They will call you at night. They will email you. They will remind you every second of your fucking miserable existence as a horrible human being on this earth because you're just another fair-weathered fucking weirdo from California that will not stand up. You want to say that you're for us, but you're not. You look at us and you say, I'll command you. No, you don't command shit, dickhead. We command this ship, bitch. And it's about time we take control of this ship again. Just saying. It's about time, you patriots, we stand up. This shit's getting out of control. We can't let it go too much further. We've got fucking China trying to run us off in the fucking South China Sea. We're giving up ground around the world. Patriots, we can't keep quiet any longer. There comes a time when the silent majority must rise. I'm just saying, we're we're getting to the precipices here. We're starting to look weak in front of the world. Can't have that. The fact that I even have to say that on air here is fucking inexcusable. But I'm just letting you know, well, Patriots, it's about time. You want to go through, uh, you want to go to Truth Bombs with Tim Scott or you want to go to World War Three with China? Well, I kind of hit all sorts of things there. So you just tell me where you want me to right. go. You well, pick it. I'll I will shut pull, my pull mouth. Up, uh, so Tim, I'm going to sit over here and color in the Tim, let's, let's start with Tim Scott because I. Which one? Occasionally the first one. one. Okay. Um, so in case y'all don't know, he went on The View today. Oh my God, this is actually outstanding. Okay, but hold on. But before he went on The View, he actually like spoke against The View at a rally or some shit. Mm -hmm. So play that one first. Okay. How's the great state of Iowa? It is always good to be back here. I know that you'll be able to see me better up there, but I'm hard to miss sometimes, so. I thought it was funny too. How's everybody doing? It is so good to be with your Senator Joni Ernst and the roast and ride again. God bless Joni Ernst. I will also say my first trip to Iowa in 2015 was to support Chuck Grassley in his reelection. That is a powerful force for good. I love Chuck Grassley. And when I, when I came in today, this is what he did. He said, son, that, that meant me. He said, look at my socks. He pulled his pants up and he was wearing my 
my socks today. So I got give us give it up for Chuck Grassley with good taste in socks. Now my socks said hogwash on them. When I think about hogwash, it, it just makes me think about the view. Anybody watch the view on TV? Good, good. I am in the right place. I'm going on the view on Monday. Because I think it's time for a conservative with a backbone to look those ladies in the eyes and say, you do not have to be an exception to succeed in America. You can be the rule and succeed in America. You see, I scare the Dickens out of the radical left and Joe Biden. The proof of my life destroys their lives. I gotta tell you, when I was just a seven-year-old kid, my parents divorced. I moved back in with my grandfather and my grandmother. And my grandfather, who grew up in a very different America, born in 1921 in a segregated part of South Carolina, he knew a very different story. But the first words out of his mouth to me was, son, you can be bitter or you can get better, but you can't be both. That man believed then. My grandfather believed then, with some doubt now, in the goodness of what America would one day be. He taught me that if you have faith in God, faith in yourself, and faith in America, all things are possible. Thank God Almighty for a man who understood the American story. And as you've heard before, likely, I was raised by a single mother in poverty. My mom worked 16 hour days to keep food on the table and the lights on. She was a nurse's aide. Her job was changing bedpans and rolling patients. She looked at me and gave me another motivational lesson. She said, we can be a victim or we can be a victor. She chose victorious and I am so thankful she did. She also taught me that there is dignity in all work. That's why I know if you're able-bodied in America, you work. Every single able-bodied American should go to work. So that was Tim Scott with his people, with the right people. And here's Tim Scott with the wrong ones. With the left people. You tossed your hat into the race. Um, a traditional conservative who's been willing to reach across the aisle. Yep. And I think you espouse a hopeful message, which I've missed in our politics yes. for some time. How do you plan to try to reach the near 74 million Americans who supported the former president, many of whom may have been attracted to sort of the brash approach to politics with your more hopeful, forward-looking message? I think people are hungry for something hopeful and optimistic. I believe America could do for anyone what she's done for me. Restoring hope, creating opportunities, and defending and protecting the America that we love is such an important combination, especially when I think about restoring hope. I'm a kid that grew up in a single-parent household, mired in poverty. 
by the time I was in the fourth grade, I went to four different elementary schools. As a freshman in high school, I felt four subjects. And so I understand and appreciate the importance of hope. One of the ways that we can restore hope in this country is to focus on our education system. Mm -hmm. We need to have too many kids in poor zip codes trapped in failing schools. I want parents to have a choice so kids have a bigger chance. If we focus on those issues that, heck, 67% of Democrats, 68 can, can I say something real quick? Sure. Just asking. Um, if if not, I, I'll let this go. I mean, go ahead. But I, I got a serious question. Yeah. You, you, you just heard him talking before. Yeah. Right? Why, why do Republicans, when they go in front of different media, they talk about different topics? Because it depends on their, their audience. Did, have, have you noticed that, though? Well, no, but she asked him a question. He's answering the question. No, no, I know asked. that, yeah. but he starts talking about demographics, and he starts talking about education and the education system. Okay, well, we're a minute into this 12-minute clip, so. I got you. I got you. I'll let it go. Fine. Fine. Of independents, 70% of Republicans, 72% of African Americans, 66% of Hispanics all agree on some form of school choice because at the end of the day, my mama loves her child more than she does Republicans or Democrats. <laughs> so the real combination is can we find a way to make America better by having every child in every zip code have quality education? And frankly, re uh, creating opportunities for me, I started off as a small business owner uh, in the late, late 1990s. It helped me achieve the goals that I had for my life. One of the most important goals of being raised by that single mother was to make sure that she had a chance to get into a garage mm -hmm. without having to worry about coming into an apartment where you're looking to your left, yeah. you're looking to your right, trying to make sure that you're safe. My goal in life growing up was to make sure that I bought her a house, mm -hmm. but more importantly, a garage. And so having the ability to live the American dream and to see these objectives that I set achieved early on in life was what I believe the American dream should be about. Making sure that every single person, based on their character, their grit, and their talent, can rise as high as humanly possible. And I will say that the transformation that I've seen in my life and in, in South Carolina, mm -hmm. it is measurable by the millions of lives that are absolutely different today than it's ever been, particularly as I look back at my grandfather's life. Senator, I, wanted to, I wanted to move to Governor DeSantis announced two weeks ago that he's also running in 2024. And right now he's sitting, you know, it's early, but second to the former president. One question I have as someone who's more traditional conservative is what does that say about the kind of extremes some of your party has moved to? Because it doesn't reflect conservatism to me. Well, I'll just say that as a guy on the campaign trail in Iowa and New Hampshire and South Carolina, the early voting states, what I found to be really refreshing is that the optimistic, positive message has not been shared in so long. We've been embroiled in battles for so long that when people hear the message, as long as it's anchored in conservatism and you have a backbone, people are interested in engaging in the conversation. As opposed to having a, a message around populism, having a message around principles yeah. is something that's attracting more folks. And the last time I went to Iowa, which was, which was just this past weekend, the size of the crowd has doubled. The enthusiasm's higher than it's been. Every time I go back, it gets better and better. So my hope and my theory is that America has been waiting for someone to show up who's more interested in American progress and the big windshield of the car and less interested in that rearview mirror, except for making sure that we have a compass on where we're going. Okay. 
Senator, I, I am actually happy that you're here. We, we, we have some things in common. You grew, up, you grew up in a single family household, single mother household. I grew up with both of my parents, but raised in the Bronx projects amidst a lot of poverty and, and, and uh, violence. And you are the first black senator elected in the South since the Reconstruction. That would be about, I think, about 114 years. Yet you say that your life disproves uh, left, leftist lies. And, and yes. my question to you is, I'm the exception, right? You're the exception. Maybe even Miss Whoopi Goldberg is the exception. Oh, she's but, definitely the but, but we are not the rule. <laughs> and so when it comes to racial inequality, it persists in, in five core aspects of life in the U.S. Economics, education, healthcare, criminal justice, and housing. At nearly every turn, these achievements were fought, threatened, and erased, most often by white violence. You have indicated that you don't believe in systemic racism. What is your definition of systemic racism? Let me ask, answer the uh, question that you've answered. Does it it. Or does it even exist yeah. in your mind? Let me, let me uh, answer the question this way. One of the things I think about, and one of the reasons why I'm on the show is because of the comments that were made, frankly, on this show, that the only way for a young African-American kid to be successful in this country is to be the exception and not the rule. That is a dangerous, offensive, disgusting message to send to our young people today, that the only way to succeed is by being the exception. I will tell you that if my life is the exception, uh, I can't imagine. But, I can't but it is. But it's not, actually. Here's, here's, it's been here's 114 my, years. Yeah, so, so the fact of the matter is we've had an African-American president, African-American uh, vice president. We've had two African-Americans to be secretaries of the state. Uh, in my home city, uh, the police chief is an African-American who's now running for mayor. The head of the Highway Patrol for South Carolina is an African-American. Still in exceptions. 19, in 1975, um, there was about 15% employment in the African-American community for the first time in the history of the country. It's under 5%. 40% homelessness and 50% of, of African-Americans the folks get, in our community get 13% of the population. You had a chance to ask the question. I know that I've watched you on the show that you like people to be deferential and respectful, so I'm going to do the that same thing. True. So here's what I'm going to suggest. I'm going to suggest that the fact of the matter is that progress in America is palpable. It can be measured in generations. I look back at the fact that my grandfather, born in 1921 in Sally, South Carolina, when he was on a on a sidewalk, a white person was coming, he had to step off and not make eye contact. That man believed then, with some doubt now, in the goodness of America, because he believed that having faith in God, mm -hmm. faith in himself, and faith in what the future could hold for his kids would unleash opportunities in ways that you, you cannot imagine. Every kid today can look, just change the stations and see how much mm -hmm. progress has been made in this country. ABC, NBC, CBS, ESPN, CNN, Fox News all have African-American and Hispanic hosts. So what I'm suggesting is that the yesterday's exception is today's rule. And for us to so suggest... So America has met its promise. No, of course. The, the concept of America is that we are going to become a more perfect union. But in fact, the challenges that we face 50 years ago and 60 years ago should not be the same challenges that we face today. And here's the way that you, you measure that. When my mother was born, about 10% of African-Americans got a high school degree, wow. diploma. Today, it's over 90%. When you look at the income, when you look at the income success that That's we've had... That's an HBCU stat. 
Listen, HBCUs is a good okay. one because one of the reasons why I took the funding for HBCUs to the highest level in the history of the country and then I helped make it permanent is because I believe that education is the closest thing to magic in America. So I'm about making sure that our kids have as many opportunities to succeed as possible. It's one of the reasons why. I need I did, an opportunity to well, succeed let me, let me, let me, because I have to go to Britain. Oh, they're we begging. Have more time, though. They're big. They're we coming. I'm just, coming back. I'm just getting started. I, know. I believe all people can see the success that I've had. You know, I, I, I sat and I listened to everything you said. Yes. And I wonder why these conversations don't seem to be held with Republicans. All of the exceptional stuff you're talking about. And one of the reasons we continue to have new exceptionalism is because every time folks make 40 steps forward, they get dragged 40 steps back. So how do we, as a... As a stop, 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 stop. So there was obviously a break there, okay? If you guys didn't commercial catch that, break, yeah. there was a commercial break there, okay? Oh, did you not hear the reprogramming? Stand by. Mm -hmm. Let me pull it back. Just about, not even a couple seconds. Whoopi starts it right out, of course, because she's the most brainwashed. Yep. Why they whispered in her ear, look, this is what you're oh, going to say. She, yeah, she has to say what they want now because she got in trouble for fucking running her mouth the last few exactly. months. Exactly. Yep. Cha -cha -cha yep. Bing. So watch this. Listen to what she says here. This is really important because she flips a lot of shit around and she uses context that he was avoiding using. Yep. He was doing everything to say, nope, not that. Smells like shit again. Yep. Sure is. It's shit again. Whoopi Goldberg, right back at it. ...stuff you're talking about. And one of the reasons we continue to have new exceptionalism is because every time folks... Exceptionalism. Listen to that. Exception. He does not want to be known as the exception. He doesn't want his life to be known as the exception. And what do they start forcing? Exceptionalism. exceptionalism. Yep. Just listen, folks. It's there. It's right in your face. It's like they talk can't to listen the, if you keep talking and not play it. It's like they talk to the fucking devil. Make forty steps forward, they get dragged forty steps back. So how do we, as a as a as a nation, because as a nation, we we seemingly get on the right track and then we go backwards. So you, as a black man, and as one of the are there two black? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Senators? Yeah. Yeah. Raphael Warren. Raphael, that's uh, three now. The three. 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 We, we, we still count Cory Booker, okay? We Cory and Warren so, on one so side and me on the other side. That's, so that's three. Yes. But you yourself have talked about when the police stopped you. Absolutely. And how you so how can no! you get your party to Holy stop trying to stop funny. the progression that people are making? Oh, yeah, so that's what I complained about when, when I spoke about yeah. I want you to come out and say, listen, the Republicans have these issues. So yeah, I think yeah. humans have these issues. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the issue of discrimination that I have faced, I assume you face as well, uh -huh. is an issue of the heart. It's not Republicans or Democrats. Frankly, both sides of the aisle can do better job on the issue of race. And frankly, my side of the aisle, I think, is doing a fabulous job of making progress. The question is, how do we measure that progress? How is that? Well, let me just give you a couple examples. Um, so when you think about, this is good news. Yeah. So, 
I, I thought you only had one question, but I'll give you the answer to it anyway. So here, here's how well, that it works. Was, so, that was me talking to you, okay. so I'd love, I'm, I'm, to, I'd love that. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lay it. Shall I come so, next to her? Come on over here. Come on over here. Let's have a conversation. Come on, ladies. Sit, sir. Sit, sit, sit. Yes. So. <laughs> Let me give you the, the, a couple short answers as I was just talking with Anna about the fact yeah, that... Yeah, your back looks pretty damn good from here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, so the truth of the matter is that when you look at progress in the Senate, especially from the Republican side, mm -hmm. African-American chiefs of staff in the, on the Republican side, the only African-American female chief of staff was mine. The current only Hispanic chief of staff who happens to be female is mine. When you look at the fact that when I re helped to rewrite the tax code mm -hmm. in 2017, I focused on my growing up experience, which was a single mother. I cut her taxes. Single mothers like mine average income around $40,000 mm -hmm. by 73%. But only, only one black senator we're, out we're, of 50. We're, 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 we're talking about progress. Right. There's, there's only two on the other side. There's only right. two on the other side. Yeah. So, so wait, here, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because I'm going to stand no, up sit, now. Sit. <laughs> So the truth is that when you measure success and progress in this nation, one of the things you have to do is look at the statistical realities. Mm -hmm. we, brought, we brought African American unemployment when we cut the taxes down to the lowest level in the history of this country for the first time under 6%, it hit 5.4%. Well, you we also saw, billionaires we, a huge tax cut, and that didn't trickle down to well, the let's, working let's, people. Well, let's take a look at that. No, but Senator, if you, wanna, because, if you want to talk about statistical realities, the statistical reality that we can't even argue with is that African Americans are, what, 14 15% of this country? 13%. 13%. And they're 3% of the U.S. Senate. That well, is a statistical that, reality. That is, that is only one statistic that... in actuality has been improving significantly in the last decade. Let's take a, let's take a look at the number of African-Americans that have served in the Senate in the last 10 years. Mo Cowan mm -hmm. from, from Massachusetts. Massachusetts. You have Cory Booker. You have myself. You have Kamala Harris. You have Warnock. So the fact of the matter is that in less than the last decade, we've had about half of all the African-Americans who've ever served in the Senate in the last decade, which means that this nation is making measurable progress in real time. And if we focus on that and continue to make progress, we will fulfill the notion that this is a nation that can become more perfect. And what I am concerned about... Not fixing the structures and the what, systemic racism that it is embedded in... Well, the fact of the matter is that we don't have to agree... We don't have to agree on the fact that the new definition of oh, Go up and tell him. Yeah. Go tell him. Tell, tell him. Holy fuck, folks. I figured it out. You know what you just watched? You just watched the definition of arguing on the internet. It's the same thing as like running a race in the Special Olympics. Even if you win, you're still retarded. See, that just goes right back to my original point, though. Two wings of the same bird. They, I, I, no, I no, 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 no. We head. are two separate. There's he, Tim Scott, and he made it a point to tell Sonny Cuntface that he under he knows that he she likes people to be deferential and respectful to her oh yeah oh, right oh, you, and she you was saw like that? oh yeah oh he he put her in her oh yeah place, smacked her around but, she got a good taste and she uh -huh. was like oh i like that uh-huh yeah hit me again but Betty. and everybody so else started he was, doing this he was speaking um, very reasonably and he was giving facts he was he was trying to break through 
and they just keep coming back with the yeah buts. They do. That it's the constantly the yeah buts. Yeah, yeah but little Puerto yeah, Rican but, there. Yeah, Let's but speak like this because I can speak like this because I'm Puerto Rican. Oh, you can. Let me tell you something. I could tell you some real Puerto Rican women that I have uber respect for, and I would shit all over you. Okay. She didn't even speak. I don't know why she you're carrying did. on. She did. She spoke oh. for a half a second. And you're and I She's couldn't like, even uh, hear what she, she, she I did. Yeah, hear, but I couldn't hear what she said because you immediately started yeah, making well, fun of her accent. So I had no idea hysterical. what she said. Because she's so, acting. That's an act. They're, it's all an act. It, that's an act. But Tim Scott went in there to try and he wasn't trying to sway them because he knew that was pointless. Yeah. He was trying to sway perhaps just a portion of the liberal white women that sit at home and watch the view. He he got he he no no no, no don't get me wrong. Tim Scott Tim Scott went in there, don't get me wrong. I would still personally for me, I would consider that a failure. However, he went in there. He still got some applause. Yeah. There oh. were applause yeah. for what he was saying. Yeah. He's like, "Look, it doesn't happen overnight." And remember, we're still a percentage of the population. And that's what he's trying to remind people of is like, hey, look, although it's growing and it was really the Cory Booker thing, dude, that was hysterical. That had me rolling on the floor because I said something else like, oh, yeah, by the way, Cory Booker's still a, you know, mm -hmm. and I was like, holy shit. I was like, Tim Scott just basically said that on the view. I was like, okay, touche. Yes. That was actually that was well well-timed and for the Republican or for the conservative listening, mm -hmm. they just heard a, actually a very well-timed jab. Like, Hey, we still consider him a, you know, he's not I mean, a white guy. I, I was laughing. I thought that was hysterical. I mean, Oh, I, I know. I know. But the, the problem is while Tim Scott may have swayed one or two of those liberal white women watching, um, you know, sitting on their couches eating bonbons he's never going to sway the women of the view the fucking loud mouths the worst part is is it's not that he's never going to sway you the, the point is no no no. listen it, you keep looking at it the wrong way he's never going to remember we're the we're the voters yeah. you and me and everybody here all we're doing is speaking for them that don't have the microphone or the ability to do this. That's all we're doing. We see, I won't ever vote for Tim Scott because see? I know that Tim Scott was a Democrat and he tried to run because South Carolina is just over the bridge. He tried to run on the, he tried to, when he initially entered politics, when he initially threw his hat in the fray, he wanted to run as a Democrat and the Democrat party basically told him we already have too many black people. So he went to run as a Republican. Hey, you just said that in front of a ton of women that listen to you. It's the truth. Okay, but they listen to you. They trust you. Uh, it's you haven't led them astray yet. It's the truth. The point is, is you just swayed a bunch of people that he, may have been he, thinking that way. They're no longer thinking that way. I mean, they can call him the the new white face of or the new black face of white supremacy all they want. But the truth is he embodifies the fact that it's two wings of the same bird thinking with the same brain. Did. He just like Donald Trump did. He ran as a Republican because he knew he'd get elected that way. And it, if you think I'm not taking it, I think I'm taking a jab at Donald Trump. You're right, because he said that 
uh, on what Larry King? Larry King. Yeah. Fucking twenty yeah. something years. Yeah. Ago. He was like, uh, what? Well, He's when like, Larry if I ran, King, I'd if run I ran, as a Republican. I wouldn't, I wouldn't run as nope. a Democrat. I'd run as a Republican because yep. I know I'd get elected. Exactly. Because he knew back then that he had it. So, I, I, I look. All I'm saying, folks, is we got to stop taking away from ourselves. Remember, we're the electorate. We're the guys. I, I get you that voting doesn't matter anymore. I know, but when you when you have to start politicizing everything, when you have to start breaking everything down against social norms. Sparky, he's chocolate milk toast. Oh, cinnamon toast crunch. He's, no, he's chocolate. No, he's, he's cinnamon toast he's crunch. Chocolate he milk is toast. cinnamon toast crunch. He's too dark for that. No, cinnamon toast crunch is that dark. No, definitely not. That'd be more like Nikki Haley or Vivek Ramaswamy. <laughs> wow, you're such a racist. <laughs> anyway, I'm just saying. Since now, well, now that someone called, gone. someone called, gone. someone called thought's Nikki gone. Haley a, a white governor, and she got all pissy. About I, it. I'm done. I thought's gone. Anyway. I have no idea where okay, I was going good. with that. It was a good one, though. It was a good one. It was one of the good ones. It was one of the ones you wanted to pay attention to. I can tell you that. Too late. Because, all right, on to World War Three before we uh, close out. Because if you don't think that's coming, <laughs> it's coming. Yep. Get ready. Amid escalating tensions between the U.S. and China, the Navy is releasing new footage of a Chinese warship sailing dangerously close to a U.S. military destroyer traveling with a Canadian vessel in the Taiwan Strait Saturday. The U.S. accusing China of acting in an unsafe manner, with estimates showing the Chinese ship came within 150 yards of the USS Chonghoon and a nearby Canadian frigate. The Canadian broadcaster Global News released additional footage of the incident. We will not flinch in the face of bullying or coercion. China's defense minister defending the actions of its warship commander, telling the U.S. to mind your own business, adding the best way to avoid another close call is for all countries to refrain from wandering around other countries' territorial waters and airspace. But what we're seeing is an unbelievable aggression by China. They're trying to uh, you know, flex their muscles and advance authoritarianism. This, the latest aggressive military maneuver from Beijing in the region. About a week ago, the Pentagon released footage of a Chinese J-16 fighter jet making what they called an unnecessarily aggressive maneuver over the South China Sea while intercepting a U.S. reconnaissance aircraft flying directly in front of the plane's nose, forcing it to bounce wildly through the jet's turbulent wake. The National Security Advisor emphasizing the need for diplomacy. There's nothing inevitable about some kind of conflict or cold war between the U.S. and China. A day before the near collision, Secretary Austin briefed. Stop. That whenever he says that, that means it's inevitable. Inevitable. He's he lies every time he opens his. Yeah. It, any. Thank you. Anytime. Anytime. Anytime that he is talking, it's a lie. He fucking blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Thank you. Come on. Thank you. I, I, I don't started fucking rushing I wanna, the whole I, damn thing. I want to give you I want to give you like the honest truth and and tell you that what the truth is. Truth is Jake Sullivan is the biggest traitor this country he that we've ever seen. He is a tier shitbag. He really is. Yeah. He is absolutely worthless and when he just said that that all I That's know it. is we're we going are, to war. We're we're at the cusps. It, it, we are right there. That's why they're buzzing our planes. That's why they're cutting in front of our ships. That's why they're doing all this shit. This is a flex your muscle moment. It's about to see who's got the bigger dick, and we're about to find out we don't have a bigger dick. No, because we...
because we said that was the good idea. Yeah. Because we said, hey, you know what? Our kids, you know what? You can't get a tattoo. Nope. You can't smoke cigarettes. Nope. You can't drink alcohol. Nope. You can't play with this. You can't play with that. You got to you gotta be this old to drive. And oh, by the way, oh, you want to change your sex? Yeah, absolutely. We'll give you gender sex reaffirming surgery without your parents' consent. Yes, absolutely. But we'll stop you from all this other shit. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. To include, oh, by the way, if you're a, a crack whore, you can't smoke crack and do that shit when you're pregnant. But if, if you kill your baby a month after it's born in California, they won't, you know, do it. Not anything. a big deal. Yeah. Not a big deal. Here, here's your buddy, Jake, again. De-risking, not for decoupling. We are not looking to decouple our economy from China. Yeah, whatever. You were yeah. so full of shit. You're trying to push our economy directly into China. So we become more Chinese. We are not as, looking to decouple our economy from China. I, I wish that group. Uh, what was it? Uh, I think I think I'm, yeah. I, I wish they'd come out and redo that song and say, I think I'm turning Chinese or something to that effect. Mm -hmm. I really think so. Dun, 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 dun. Mm. You want a little KJP just for fun? Just for fun. Here you go. Sure have any role in the decision to scramble F-16s or is that process uh, self-contained? Is NORAD and DOD, NSC? Is so what I can say for sure is that the president was uh, there certainly briefed um, and uh, throughout the process and kept kept abreast. Can't speak to the exact process and what comes first and how it all runs down. Uh, clearly this is the Department of Defense uh, that kind of led uh, certainly led this operation, but can't speak to uh, where where the president. Uh, uh, he has no fucking clue. No, no, no. She's wrong. It was not a Department of Defense. It was Department of Homeland Security. A L numero uno. The Department of Defense cannot act within the continental borders of the United States. So she's wrong there. A B. Without her knowledge, understand that. Without her knowledge, mm -hmm. the Department of Defense can act within the borders as long as the president is aware of what the Department of Defense is doing at the time. However, let me hyphenate this and put this in big quotation marks. They are not allowed to independently operate on their own. Therefore, they cannot be the first line of defense for our country. Therefore, there has to be another line, such as DHS, Department of Homeland Security. That's where they're supposed to pick it up. That's a civilian agency that scrambled those fighters. Notice how they will not say that. They're blaming it on the DOD. They're not blaming it on DHS. Why? Because DHS is under enough fire for the southern border and how fucked up the southern border is. Well, and when, uh, you know, the other, the other theory I heard today is that, um, or maybe someone said it in here. I think I heard it somewhere else too. That China is deliberately provoking us because they already have an army here. So they do. Yeah. They already have been at least coming a across special forces battalion. Most definitely. Even. Easy. Yep. Easy with the numbers I've seen. Yep. They got enough right now that it would be hard. We'd have to fight. We will be. Patriots. I'm telling you right it now. It will be this next war. We've the, not had a war on our shores. Not like this. In 150 years. Our woods are about to become woods again. Yeah. There's going to be a reason we're going to keep greenery around in the future because that makes it really hard to maneuver. Um, telling you right now, Patriots, it's coming time. 
if I've never, never led you astray before telling you right now, we're getting close. It's about time that we take the realm. We, we take the handle of this. We have to, but because if we don't, we go right off of a cliff. I will say we cannot right now start fighting each other. We cannot start an uncivil war. We cannot start kinetic action with the other side because that is exactly when China will hit us. I think China's going to hit us anyway. I think so too. I think but if we're occupied with fighting each other with some little skirmishes with fucking Black Lives Matter riots or fucking whatever, you know, vaccine riots or whatever's going on, if we're distracted with that, that's when China comes in and hits us here on our shores. But think about it this way. And I'm I'm thinking about it from the redneck Mick perspective, not the old school military Mick perspective. Let the trannies go first. No, listen, stop. I'm, I'm thinking about it from my new age perspective, not my old age perspective. Trannies so make good cannon fodder. The old age perspective is added into this. It's all part of one now. So think about this. What if we do this? What if we just say, hey, fuck it? <laughs> what if we just say, hey, fuck it? Go ahead, fight. Go, go do your thing. We're not, we're going to be the ones that sit back and wait. We're going to be the ones that when they say, Hey, it's on, we're going to be the ones that roll in with all the firepower. Do I mean, I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you though, they've been priming the transmissions for this, right? Pumping them full of hormones that don't belong in their body. Hey, it's pride month. And then right? giving them guns. Cannon fodder. It's, it's pride month, go. right? Have hey, fun. let's be proud. Everybody wear American flags. Let's be proud. Everybody fly an American flag in your mm -hmm. and your your yard. You should absolutely. This is the year. This is the month you do it. Yep, June fourteenth. It's American flag. It's a flag day. It's Army's birthday. There you go. Fucking June fourteenth. All right, we got to get out of here. We do. Josh is coming up next with the Red Pill Project. He is. He is. So uh, make sure to go check that out. We will be back tomorrow. It's an early show tomorrow. Early show tomorrow. Remember. 5.15 for Liana's Lounge. It's the only day we do it. Show. We apologize yep. for it, but it is a scheduling conflict that we've got with Josh, but not a big deal. And uh, what we, we do it for the Red Pill side. Really. What we didn't get into tonight that we will definitely get in tomorrow is uh, James Comer did get to put eyes on that document from yes, the did. FBI but they would not actually physically turn it over to him. So he will be holding them in contempt. Yes. So we will get into that tomorrow. Um, but uh, so yeah. Big, big story. There is nothing. Pretty much. Nobody's Maybe Congress is actually going to do something. We'll see. I'm not <laughs> ask Eric Holder what it's like to be held in contempt of Congress. Okay. Oh, I thought that was on purpose. <laughs> it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's what I thought. All right. All right. Either way. Yes, we will be back tomorrow. And uh, Lionel will be back tomorrow, tomorrow yep. morning at 9.05 over on uh, the TNA Variety Show, both on Rumble now and on Pill.net. Um, this morning, I had a fucking horrible issue trying to watch your show. So I went mm -hmm. to Rumble and I had a, was there something wrong with the internet today? Does anybody know? Because like, that's fucked up. Like day. I couldn't fucking listen at all. I I do have I do have a since it is Pride Month though. Are you going to be prideful? I do have a legitimate question. All right. Since and I kind of posed this in the chat earlier in the Rumble chat. Since the transmissions say that 
it is transphobic not to date a person that identifies as a female, but that was born as a male. Okay. okay. If a, a, a trans person that identifies as a female, but was born as a male also identifies as a lesbian and hooks up with another trans female who was born as a male, but identifies as a lesbian. Is it transphobic for them not to want to get with each other? You have two tranny lesbians. What do you do? <laughs> this is my pride question of the night. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> I, I, I think everybody's brains <laughs> just melted down at the same time mine did. Excellent. We're all looking at each other going, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it looks like two minus sides trying to hump. They like just keep doing this in the night. Boom, 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 boom. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Holy shit. I, I, I'm, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, you do. No, you yes, you do. No. You don't want to think about it, but you know what I'm talking about. No, you're right. I don't want to think about it. Do you know how disgusting that shit is? Fuck. Uh, Ugh. Ugh. all right proud to be an american now i gotta smoke smoke some weed <laughs> and get the taste out of my mouth holy shit i'll come up with another pride question for tomorrow <laughs> that's your job for the rest of the month okay. pride question every night i'll ask my cousin i gotta pick him up from the airport on friday my cousins my cousin and his husband <laughs> my I can't wait till you tell him, hey, by the way. My conservative Catholic cousin and his husband. No, he. they actually, uh, do you hear the LGBT? I told, I was the one that told you LGB yes, you and TQI or yeah. I plus or whatever are getting divorced. There's apparently a divorce going. They're getting divorced. Like the LGB people are like, we don't want anything to do with y'all. Fuck off. They don't even identify with the pride flag anymore. They're like, nope, we're done. Amazing! The top three colors of the pride flag are the same top three colors in the German flag. Just saying. Okay. All Just right. saying. Anyway, we gotta go. We do. We will talk to you later for the Mick and Milan. Have a great night, fuckers. We will see you tomorrow night again. Early show tomorrow night, five fifteen for Liana's Lounge. Yep. Five thirty for the start of the show. We'll you see it. you later. Have a great night, fuckers. Bye. Peace.
it's needed When you see it, you'll believe it If you don't love it, you can leave it Michael Jackson, you can beat it F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South I Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty South With a truck seat high And he straight pipes loud We need man up or sit your ass down. We done talking. Fuck around and find out. Love my country. 